Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Straight from your waking nightmare, it's the Morning After podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, the Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With a large selection of cars, SUVs, crossovers, and trucks, and payments as low as $250 a month, Rob and his crew have exactly what you need. And with one of Idaho's largest Subaru service centers, Rob and his crew have got you taken care of with express oil changes in under 45 minutes guaranteed, or it's free. And now, Nick and Big J. Well, good morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to Friday. Ninth day of December 2022. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yeah, man. Uh, it's the last morning after of the year, Big J. Can you believe it? God, it really is. It it's is the, terrible. It's a tradition that we have towards the ass end of the year where the two of us go on vacation at separate times so that we can keep things going. Although we have had this discussion why uh, we don't go together and like air best ofs, but the, the answer is because both of us have behind-the-scenes responsibilities. Right, yeah. It makes it difficult for everybody to be gone. And then one has to cover for the other. Right, right. And that's usually the way that it works when somebody goes on vacation. If both of us are gone, then there's nobody here to do that work. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but uh, and that also gives me panic and concern when I'm on vacation. How come? Because I'm going on vacation, right? Yeah. Uh, the week before you go on vacation? Yeah. So, and, and I'm traveling, and I'm, like, having nightmares about getting sick. Ah. Uh, and I'm just like, what the... I mean, it's just... God, shoot me, Yeah, because you, you haven't had a lot of luck with your vacations. Oh no, man. And coming back healthy from said vacations. But I deserve vacation. Yes. And I'm not going to stop doing it, but it's that... Uh, last night, I started to have a bunch of anxiety about going to Bill Burr. Uh-huh. And then uh, I get some news in the afternoon that was... <laughs> Gleefully shared with me, and I'm like, oh my god! Oh, I don't and know about I, gleefully. And then I went into a severe panic mode. I'm just like, I'm not gonna do this. Just, yeah, because you're you're not only were you surrounded by thousands of people last night, you'll be surrounded by thousands of people on Friday as well of next yeah. week. So, because you're going to Metallica, and so uh, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, how was Bill Burr? By the way, it's great, man. Yeah. It's great. Funny. Who opened up for him? Uh, Nathan Scott Ford. Oh, that's right. You told me that. And then, um, and then there was another local guy who came out, and I forget his name. It's a complicated name, and I'm trying to remember if he's come in here before. I don't. I don't think we've had him in. Oh no. And then, um, and then there was a feature act, and I forget his name. Man, they had four comedians last thing. Yeah. Holy cow. Well, the the Nathan Scott Ford and the other guys were real short, like ten minutes. Yeah. That, yeah. That that makes sense. But it is always nice when big name comedians give local guys. A shot. And then before, right before Bill Burr came out, uh, they played a, a trailer for Old Dads. I don't know what that is. It's a movie. Okay. Which looks great. He, he must be in it, obviously. Oh, yeah. Who else is starring? in it? He's uh, starring Danny Monaghan. Or I'm trying Danny I Monaghan. should have looked this up before. I, I didn't, I, for some reason. He's been in quite a few movies. He was in Ant-Man. He was uh, Scott Lang's stepdaughter's stepdad. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't know. But uh, either way, it looks funny, I guess, is your Yes, of course. So, uh, Bobby Cannavala. Boy, I got that real wrong. Cannavala? Yeah. Cannavale? Cannavale. Boy, you, you know have to give me him. other stuff that he's in. Is that the guy that's in... Uh, oh, Bonnie, Bobby Cannavale? Yes. Italian-looking dude? Italian, Okay, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about now. Uh, beautiful. And uh, that comes out when? Did you get a date? 
Uh, no, I didn't, they, didn't, they didn't show a date. But uh, at least he had a good time. That's what it's all about. Yep. My point of bringing up it's the last one is I wanted to give you your your Christmas present. So Merry Christmas to you, Big J. Oh, thanks, man. I, I told you I, I'm oh a shopping God. done in advance, and everything is ready to go. So it is that's the case. So there you go. You can open it up on Christmas Day if yeah, you want to. I'm a, or, yeah, and I'll get, I'll get yours to you. I'll have I it don't care. UPS. I don't care. Uh, but today on the show, we also have a chance to go check out uh, Five Finger Death Punch. We have those tickets to give away today. Lounge at the end of the universe is going to be popping by to talk about all their events in the coming weekend. And, of course, we also have Big J's What You Gonna Do Fire Me Song of the Day. So, should be a good show today. Let's get started with some Metallica. We'll also give you a chance to get qualified to see them in Seattle. Enter Sandman kicking things off here on the X-Rocks. And after with Nick and Big J. Well, it's time to keep you aware of what's going to happen over the weekend here in the Treasure Valley. And uh, we kind of knew that there was going to be a snowstorm overnight. The good news is the snowfall a little bit lighter than they thought it was going to be here in the Treasure Valley this morning because uh, the roads are still pretty slick because of some snow and slushy as well. But they thought we were going to get dumped on. But uh, it's not as bad as they thought. But still, slow down. Make sure you are cautious. Leave plenty of room for cars ahead of you when you're on the roads this morning. But temperatures are uh, above freezing, which means a lot of the participation there, precipitation that came from the skies ended up turning into rain as it touches the ground. So higher ev- elevation, uh, uh, excuse me, uh, ev- elevations are getting a bunch more snow than they had thought. So uh, that's what's going to get really, really dumped on is Bogus Basin and the surrounding areas this particular morning. But they expect a lot of that snow to, to seize around 9 o'clock this morning. But this weekend is going to be nothing but snow, so keep that in mind. A very snowy and wet weekend here in the Treasure Valley, Big J. Sounds like. Were well, the roads bad for you this morning? Uh, no, not necessarily. Uh, some bad drivers. What happened? I mean, you know, going 30 miles an hour, maybe. I mean, I think the roads are safe enough to drive faster than that. I see. And then you've got yahoos who are like, oh, I'm going to go ahead and pass people. Um, and and it, I was like, God, what the hell's going on, you guys? I mean, it's five in the morning. Yeah, take it down a notch. But sometimes people are in a hurry. Just be careful driving around. It's almost like Baker Mayfield heard Big J call him a piece of garbage last night because he came out. I'm uh, still not convinced he's not. Two days after. Well, he played better than Derek yeah, Carr. He played against the, the. Yeah, exactly. He played against the Raiders. Yeah, but the Raiders had won four in a row, Big J, and were going for a playoff push in the AFC. Had they won this game, they'd be right in the thick of things, but that didn't end up happening. The Raiders had a 16-3 lead uh, when the Rams decided to go to Baker Mayfield. And, of course, he's only been on the team for two days, Big J. Barely learned the playbook, came out and led the team on two touchdown drives, including the 97-yard game-winning touchdown drive with 13 seconds left. A couple of really great passes by Baker Mayfield to some receivers that probably he had never thrown to before in his life to end up beating the Ra- the Raiders last night 17-16. to That's the final score. Of course, the Rams aren't going anywhere, but the other side to this coin is the Rams don't have any like draft picks. So <laughs> their incentive is basically to, even though they're not going to go to the playoffs, it's to win as much as possible so you're not giving other teams really good draft picks, you know? Yeah. You want to make other teams really, really better. And so they have every incentive in the world to play their hearts out until the end of the season because they've got no draft picks that they can tank for. And so they're going to go all out, which why it makes sense for them to pick up Baker Mayfield when Matthew Stafford is done for the rest of the year. So we'll see where that goes, but they're not giving up. Don't be surprised if Caleb Williams of USC wins the 
Heisman Trophy uh, tomorrow because he already won the Maxwell Award for Player of the Year last night from ESPN. Max Duggan of TCU ended up getting the Davey O'Brien Trophy for Best Quarterback, though. Uh, and so we'll see what ends up happening. Those two are expected to duke it out for the Heisman Trophy, which is going to be awarded tomorrow night for sure. Big J, former guest in the morning after Chris Kattan had to go to the hospital, Big J, and undergo emergency surgery. Apparently, he had very severe pneumonia. He was doing some stand-up and on the road and just felt really, really bad. According to the outlet, the surgery was a success. He is expected to be discharged today. What kind of surgery can he have if he have pneumonia? I don't know. I don't know. That's a really good question. I don't know if there's something you have to go into the lungs or clear something out. I'm not exactly sure, but uh, either way, he was not in a good way, and now he's going to be okay. So uh, it was one of our more awkward interviews that we've ever done, Big J. Not, yes. not, not like in a bad way. It's just like he didn't want to hang up the phone. It was really, really weird. It was really weird. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. <laughs> Rocks. Tonight, Adam is going to draw winner number two for the Axes of Xmas. That person gets to pick out whichever autographed guitar they want from our stack that we have. Of course, Papa Roach has been eliminated, as that was claimed last week, but all the other ones are still up for grabs. But if you want to be in on that drawing that happens a little bit later on today, you need to get qualified, and you can do so right now by calling 208-287-1003 and being caller X. Big J is going to read you the description of a possible Christmas movie. We say possible because it could very much be a real movie you can get on a streaming network right now, or it could be completely fake, one that we have made up from the word go, and you have to decipher whether it's true or false. If you get that correct, you are officially qualified for the Axes of Xmas. Big J, are you ready? Yeah. Then to the phones we go. Good morning, the X. Good morning. Hey, what's up, man? What's your name? This is Lanny. All right, Lanny, you are up. Let's see if you can't get the Christmas movie catastrophe correct. Are you ready? I am. Okay. All right, here we go. Here's the title. Wreaths of Love. Kathy has an Etsy company that makes wreaths from scratch and ships them all over the country. She starts to get letters from customers that say the wreaths they purchased help them meet the love of their lives. Is that a real movie, Wreaths of Love, or is that a completely movie that we made up? Uh, I'm going to have to go with fake. Is it fake yeah, or real? Yeah, it is fake, man. Good job. Wreaths of Love is Yay. not a real Christmas movie, at least not yet anyway. Congratulations, Lanny. You're officially in the drawing not only tonight but for the rest of the month as well. Even if you don't win today, you're still in every single drawing going forward. Way to go, sir. You are in the running. That's how it's supposed to work. That one felt like a, a real movie when I put it together. I was like, I can see Hallmark making a movie about this. But you're adding in the Etsy made it feel... Real. Uh, I see. Yes, Etsy is a real thing. That is true. Uh, And, of course, if you want to play 1130 and 430 today with Jason, Drew, and Adam, your next chance to qualify for the Axis of Xmas, which, again, drawing number two is later on this evening. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Big J's What You Gonna Do? Fire Me Song of the Day next on the (laughs) X-Rocks. And a shinedown second chance here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Every single Friday, Big J selects a song to help get those blood pumping and get you up on a Friday morning, and then we figure out why. Big J, what song are you picking today? Some Royal Bliss and a song called Cry Sister. It's a good one. Enjoy. We'll find out why Big J picked it next. It's the X Rocks. That 
That's our brothers in royal bliss. That is Cry Sister here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. It was Big J's What You Can Do Fire Me Song of the Day. And why'd you pick that one, man? God, I love that song, so uh, good. first and foremost. But uh, uh, Royal Bliss guys, I mean, they're so good and they're so great. They're coming to town in January on the 14th. That's a Saturday night uh, to the Ironwood Social. They're going to be playing uh, a benefit concert uh, here for a local girl who uh, had her uh, leg, unfortunately, crushed in an accident. And she's had to have multiple surgeries. So some friends of the family uh, put this concert uh, you know charity thing together and Royal Bliss was happy enough to do it along with the American Hitman so uh, that's a great combination those two have uh, I think played a few shows together in the past and uh, so January 14th will be a great night and a chance to raise some money and, and help out a local uh, situation and see some rock music man and uh, another one of the many reasons why we will love Royal Bliss I mean you know they've played plenty of free show where they've filled up the knitting factory you've had them fill up the Rev Center, and now they're playing like a, a, a great... I mean, Ironwood Social is a fantastic yeah. place, but it's a very intimate place right. to see a band like Royal Bliss, and they're doing this out of the kindness of their hearts, which, again, one of the cool, many reasons why we love that band. So, uh, it's a great opportunity for you to help out a local family, and also see an amazing band in a really cool, intimate venue that you're not going to be able to see very often, and uh, that's why we love those guys, is, you know, they'll, they'll come out of their way to do something really, really cool to help people out. So, good for them. Uh, we should probably post more information about it if people want to check that out. Maybe check out the Morning After page so that you can take part in it. But another reason to love Royal Bliss and uh, see them in concert, by the way, they're always fantastic. They put on a terrific show uh, no matter when you see them. So you know you're going to have a good time as well. So props to them for helping out some great local people and also, you know, making the road trip because it's not like they're a local band. You know, they're from Salt Lake, so they got to make the trek up here to do that, which is pretty nice as well. So props to them. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. I'm guessing if you look hard enough, you'll probably find somebody in your life or somebody that you know that has been dealing or struggling with what's called long COVID, Big J. Oh, yeah. It's a real son of a gun. And it's one of those deals that they're still trying to wrap their head around. But what they are figuring out is it's not fun. It's awful. And it's one of those things that just... Even though you're testing negative for COVID, there are just lingering symptoms in people who apparently have recovered from the virus months, even years ago sometimes. But there's still weakness, there's still brain fog, there's still balance issues, sometimes there's still severe pain, and it definitely varies on a person-by-person basis. And there's no rhyme or reason to any of it, and that's part of the problem why doctors are having issues diagnosing, treating, and dealing with patients that are having long COVID. What they re- what they do know is it's very much real. It's not something that people are making up. That, And they do know that they no longer carry this virus, but what happens is it has some lingering effects in some people's bodies, and that causes some real issues. Yeah, so uh, Maddie, my oldest, has long COVID. And what are the and- things she's dealing with? Uh, exactly like uh, you know, bouts of uh, fog and, um, and and I, I guess I get one of one of the words I'm looking for is um, just uh, very tired. All of a sudden, okay. comes out of the blue and just hits for like a week and feels like garbage and uh, it sucks. And it was uh, it was like at first we're like, yeah, whatever, sure. Kid. Yeah, just completely. Uh, no, but no, really, it's gone on for, and this was like she got COVID almost right away too, early in 2020, and uh, it's something that's lingered on, and she's even seen doctors for it, and there's nothing they yeah. can do for it. Is there anything that she has found that has helped her out in this, or she just has to battle through it? Not just battle through yeah, it. Yeah, that's, that's luckily it's not. 
it doesn't stay for long periods of time. It comes and goes. But that's the crappy part about it, too. Yeah. And that's exactly what this study is saying. They're like, listen, we want you to know, number one, that long COVID is real. Number two, enough people are dealing with it. They feel like it, it may, believe it or not, impact the economy. Because what's happening is long COVID is affecting people going to work. They can't do it. They don't feel well enough to do it. And people get paranoid about, you know, having somebody around that had this particular thing. Maybe it's COVID again. And so what happens is they send these people home from work or they just can't do it. And it prevents people from working or seeking a job that directly impacts the economy and all that kind of stuff. So this could have one of those residual effects down the road. It's just letting you know to kind of be on the lookout, be sympathetic, help people out, have some empathy, and maybe do the best that you can to make sure that you know that, listen, they're not just BSing you. There are some things that are going on, and it does certainly affect people very much long down the road, because you're talking about something that's, what, two year, more than two years later? Yeah, right? yeah. Almost three at this point. So it's crazy. Xander Bangerts is leaving. Uh, he is the all-star shortstop for the Boston Red Sox, but not anymore. Headed to the San Diego Padres after accepting an 11-year, $280 million deal. Uh, of course, it was pretty impressive. The Red Sox didn't even break $200 million in their final contract offer to him, according to the Boston Globe. So he left for $80 million. I guess you can't blame him. But that doesn't mean Red Sox fans are happy. In fact, they're very upset that the hometown boy has decided to leave. But hey, man, $80 million is a lot of money. And there's a lot of money getting thrown around in baseball right now. And if the Red Sox want to be a contender, they're going to have to pony up. Brandon Nemo is sticking around with the Mets. He signed an eight-year, $162 million contract. He first joined the Mets back in 2016. Uh, by the way, that gives the Mets a $322 million payroll for 2023. That is easily the league's highest, according to Yahoo Sports. Oh, and they lost their ace, too. So they're still throwing out their money, and they don't have Jake DeGrom around anymore, which is pretty impressive. Big J, according to uh, information that was released yesterday, turns out, you're not going to believe this, but Daniel, Daniel Steiner, the owner of the Washington Commanders, He's a scumbag, Big J. He uh, didn't just permit the toxic work culture that flourished within his club for years. He also participated in it and then attempted to obstruct an inquiry into it and then also bully and tamper with witnesses that were talking to Congress about this kind of stuff. It's not a good look. I'll put it that way. Uh, but a statement from the NFL says the league is committed to ensuring that all employees of the NFL and 32 clubs work in a professional and supportive environment. But according to the documents that were leaked yesterday, the NFL helped cover up some of this stuff, too. So it's not a good look for football as far as this goes. It does not look good. Yeah, well, uh, but also the this uh, the, the, this congressional thing, also not a bipartisan deal. So no, that's also putting a wrinkle in everything. And then you've got that bananas bull crap that's happening too. Right, but the other side to that coin is, I mean, what the hell is bipartisan anymore? Nothing is. These two people, these two sides can't work together on anything. Well, and so uh, there's that uh, side of it too. But also, it doesn't mean that the stuff that they found is false. You may be upset about it because only one team is working for it, but the idea is, at least from what I read yesterday, some of this stuff appears to be legitimate. Whether it was Republicans or Democrats that found it, he did hire private investigators to go to homes of former cheerleaders and tell them not to talk to Congress. That's a fact. He did also decide to say, I don't remember or I cannot tell you to over 120 questions, which obviously isn't true during the inquiry. And whether you think the inquiry should happen or not, there's still something about being yeah, forthcoming. Yeah, who are you, Oliver North? Right, and, and 
and obstructing a congressional inquiry. And then there's also all the emails and other evidence that has been released that prove that all this stuff was an awful place to work, and especially if you're a woman. And he helped cover up people that were terrible at their jobs and terrible to other people do terrible things to them. I mean, it's all there. Whether or not you can say that the, the, the inquiry should have happened or not, or it's a waste of time, that I can understand. But the evidence that was uncovered and released yesterday is pretty blunt and pretty straightforward that this guy was a scumbag and did terrible things. Yeah, it's like a real-life supervillain. Yeah, it's not It's not great. But uh, And listen, and the worst part is the punishment is going to be, congratulations, you get billions of dollars if we make you sell the team. And that's that's the weird thing that happens with sports is that when you prove somebody is a racist or an awful person or probably shouldn't be running a professional football program, the penalty becomes we give you billions upon billions of dollars because it's still an equity and the franchise that you own is worth so much money that all it does is make you richer than you already were and probably a bigger a-hole for being honest. Los Angeles Rams beat the Raiders last night. They were down 16-3, to and then Baker Mayfield came in and did some Baker things and ended up leading the team on two touchdown drives to beat the Raiders with 13 seconds left on the clock with a late touchdown pass to Van Jefferson. 17-16 final score. Reese Witherspoon is going to come back as Tracy Flick. Big J Paramount Pictures announced yesterday that they are going to return 23 years after the original film Election to star in Tracy Flick Can't Win. Crazy. It is based on the book by the same name. Tom Perota wrote the book uh, Election back in the day. He then wrote the follow-up to it, and so they're going to make this follow-up. It also takes place 20 years later, so there's that. But uh, apparently people are interested in seeing Tracy Flick back on the big screen. Are you, Big J? I don't know. I mean, it's a good movie and creepy. Yes, it's very creepy. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know if Matthew Broderick's character plays a part in it and all that stuff, but those two were very good and very uh, disturbing movie for sure. Election is uh, maybe time to revisit that if you haven't seen it. But well, I mean, the whole thing is even more different now. I think, right? Just based on the the movie itself. What do you mean? Well, just with things that happen on a daily basis now. It seems. What are you talking about? With the creepiness. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. I mean, you know, again, the the whole process of the the movie uh, election, if you don't remember, is it's a high school student running for school election that is fairly uh, manipulative in the way that she goes about doing it. And she actually cheats her way to being the high school president. Matthew Broderick is a teacher there that uncovers the fact that she actually cheated her way into the uh, role. And then she goes about making his life a personal hell and turning it like, like he, like, oh, almost gaslighting it before we knew yeah, what gaslighting yeah. was that he came up with this whole kind of thing to make her an evil person which she actually is but it makes him look crazy and all these terrible things are done so yeah it, it'll be an interesting dynamic to see how they transfer that into the year 2023 I guess at this point you're right morning after with Nick and Big J there's your important stuff after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 the X rocks once again, a we're going to hell story that's going to bring up a lot of questions, some of which I don't have answers to. But we're headed to Electra, Texas for today's we're going to hell story, Whoa, Big J. Didn't even know that existed. Uh, it is a small, small town in Texas, to be specific. And it was an interesting turn of events because uh, it all took place at the local police station. And, you know, like most places, Big J, these have outside cameras to make sure they're paying attention to things that are happening around the outdoors. Yeah. And uh, one, somebody that was working at the front desk had noticed something really weird. It looked like somebody was kind of walking around and milling around outside the police station with a, a hazmat suit on. Ooh. Like, that's not normal. So they went outside to investigate, and they saw a three five-gallon buckets filled 
with looked like a brown liquid. And there was a woman in a white hazmat suit walking back to her vehicle. So when the police officer asked her what she was doing, she very nonchalantly replied, quote, Those buckets are filled with human waste, and I'm dropping them off. And then what? she got in her vehicle and she drove away. And sure enough, right there on the doorstep of the police station were three five-gallon buckets, Big J, filled to the brim with human poop. That's a lot of poop. That's 15 gallons of poop, Big Jesus. J. Now, police made no attempt to pursue her. You want to know why? No, why? Because Electra's a small town, and the officers immediately recognized who she was. That's the assistant fire chief's wife, Big J. They knew that right away. They recognized her truck. Hey, isn't that the chief's yeah. wife? Isn't that the assistant chief's wife? What the hell's going on? So she was asked to come pick up the buckets. They're like, hey, you forgot something here. You know, your bucket's full of human crap. Hey, what are you doing with this crap, lady? And she refused to pick it up and said, quote, it's not my problem anymore, end quote. <laughs> so the woman was then arrested and charged with maybe the most brilliant charge in the history of this uh, we're going to hell. Uh, illegal dumping, Big J, is what she was charged with. <laughs> because you can't just drop that off anywhere. But I've got a lot of questions. Like, who filled up those buckets? Yeah. Illegal dumping of dump. Yes. Not okay. More importantly, why? I mean, no explanation was given. I don't know if there's some sort of beef. I mean, there's always a friendly beef, I suppose, between fire and police, but not to the point where you're like, I'm going to fill up three five-gallon buckets with crap, drive it down to the police station, and then drop it off. In and, a hazmat suit. Yeah. And you know there was spillage as she was driving, right? I mean, like, there had to be a bit of a mess. They're open buckets? They had to be. They noticed right away it was filled to the brim with the stuff. Damn. So something is clearly wrong there. I don't know if there's no indoor plumbing in Electra, Texas, or what's happening, but there's some sort of beef there, and it's an interesting way to go about it, and it's obviously a long-standing one, because that's not like something you can fill up over a weekend, you understand? Yeah. Like, it takes some time to fill up those buckets, man. Some time. And I don't know who came and picked them up, but definitely not in that situation. And it wasn't her, so... I'm not sure what you do with it once it actually happens, but not a fun way to go about it, and certainly I'm sure not what that police officer had on his to-do list that day when he showed up to work. So I'm not sure we'll ever get any answers as to what the story is, the why or the how or the who or the God, what. I hope so. I want to know. I want to know more. It's very, very weird. You want to know more? Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X Rocks. <laughs> That is Disturbed, that is Stupefy here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. We are down to the final three weeks of the year, Big J, which means year-end list. It's all happening. Everybody is reporting what's happened in the year 2022, the year in review, if you will. And Google is jumping in on the fun, and it probably shouldn't surprise you what the number one most searched term in the entire world is for 2022. Any guesses? Um, Let's see. Musk. Musk. Elon Musk. Nope, not even in the top. I don't know. They didn't, they didn't go past the top ten, but he's not there. Nope. Uh, what if I said it's an actual game? Would that help? Uh, yeah, Wordle. Wordle is the number one most searched word 
in the entire... Because people want to cheat. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. Now, I play Wordle every day. I have yet to cheat, thank goodness. But uh, it is certainly millions of people that are using it. But in order for you to pop it into Wordle, maybe you get one chance on Google to like find the game, especially considering it transferred over to the New York Times sometime this year. And so it was a different link, and you had to find a different place to find it and start over again with your streak and all that kind of stuff. But it is a very popular Word game. People still are are uh, put, playing it, and it is the most searched word on Google, ahead of even Ukraine, which came in two, uh, Queen Elizabeth came in three, and then election results, Monkey Pox, and India versus England, rounding out the top six, Big J. If you're wondering why it was India versus England, that was the uh, championship game in the World Cup of Cricket, which apparently is much more popular than you or I ever even anticipated. But it is interesting to see what the results are and that people enjoy cheating. And that's what it's all about. Which is very weird because, like, you don't have to share your Wordle score with anybody. I mean, a lot of people do. But you're not, like, usually you don't have to share your streaks. And so for you cheating, it's really cheating only for yourself. It's such a weird thing to, like, go the extra step and actually cheat on. But, uh, listen, I don't put it past anybody, I suppose. We all want to feel better than we actually are sometimes. So if that gives you a little bit of a confidence boost, even though you know in your heart of hearts you didn't get that word and you didn't actually continue your streak, whatever makes you feel better, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know if there's anything else that that's out there that that even compares to that kind of thing. Because usually, if you're like you know cheating on a video game or something, there's some sort of reward at the end of it. But Wordle, you don't even get any kind of like satisfaction out of it. It's just supposed to make you feel better and exercise your brain, I think. And if you have to cheat at that, it might be time for some self-reflection. Agree or disagree? Yeah, no kidding. Uh, but then the other stuff that I can understand people looking into is Ukraine, of course, Queen Elizabeth passing on this year. These are things that should probably top the list of Google. Any guess what your most Googled search term would be? Do you ever search anything more than once? No, not really. I mean, why would you? Well, I mean, I guess if you're if you're looking for a particular thing or going to a particular place that you don't have bookmarked, that could be a way to do it. But I'm trying yeah. to think of something that I do multiple times and I can't. I just open my Google to look, and uh, probably the one that I do type in more often than not is Linktree. Oh, I see. So you like getting like so, a so you can remember how to like shrink something down to put it in your thing. No, you, no, up for? for our Instagram. Right, but I mean, like, what are you looking up Linktree for? So that I can go log in because it's not. I oh, don't have it. I see. Okay, so you have to log into it to actually put it on the Instagram. Well, to update it and to put the links gotcha. for the link tree. Yeah. So how come you don't bookmark it then? I don't know. <laughs> Nothing wrong with you, the extra You didn't step. ask for no. a, an explanation of no, why you're it's right. there. Well, just... you had just pointed out the fact that it would be silly to do so, and then you said, "I've got something that I do it for," and I'm like, "Yeah, you're right. Why don't you just bookmark it then?" But uh, listen, if you are searching, and again, it's not just multiple times a day, but it's an opportunity for you to be okay with doing that a couple of times. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few short minutes, we got your important stuff. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. More than a 1,000 New York Times employees went on strike for better wages and less biased employee rating system, according to proposals. The collective effort is the more recent work stoppage the paper has experienced since 1981. Financial demands include having a minimum of $65,000 in salary offered to full-time employees and requiring the company to distribute more than $320 million they make in profits to workers. 
The CEO of the company makes about a million a year and said it was disappointing to see workers on strike amidst months of negotiations, but they've been going back and forth now for a while. And so they had encouraged people to not read linked articles to the New York Times uh, the last 24 hours and things like that. We'll see if anything goes on, but uh, this is the continuing battle you know amazon had their issues with work stoppages and now the new york times is battling it as well as workers are trying to get i mean sixty five thousand dollars a year for a full-time employee in new york city feels like that's probably what you need to get by i mean just to get by yeah yeah i mean it's the most expensive city in the country if not the world and so uh i don't know how much they do pay i don't know what the minimum is but if you're a full-time employee there that's probably what you need to pay your rent or something close to that. Yeah. Caleb Williams of the University of California got the Maxwell Award for Player of the Year last night at the annual football award show on ESPN. That's usually a good precursor to who's going to win the Heisman Trophy. Max Duggan of TCU ended up winning the Davey O'Brien Trophy. That's for best quarterback. The Heisman Trophy is awarded tomorrow. Best defensive player, Will Anderson Jr. of Alabama. He won the Chuck Baderick Award. So those were the awards that were handed out last night. We'll see what ends up happening tomorrow for the Heisman Trophy. Do people care as much about the Heisman Trophy anymore? It doesn't seem seem like it, It seemed like it was. It used to be a big deal. And now I'm trying to think who won last year, and I don't know if I can. Can you? No. I Well, here's the thing. Also, I've kind of disconnected myself. I mean, I haven't been ingesting a lot of sports media and that sort of stuff in the last couple of years. So I care less. And maybe it, that's the reason I care less or just in general. Is it because the Broncos aren't as good that you've lost his interest in college football in general? No, I don't. I don't. I don't. Not necessarily college football, just sports, ingesting sports information in general. I see. I see. And that, that harkens back to your terrible fantasy team, I imagine. The Los Angeles Rams beat the Vegas Raiders last night 17-16. That's your final score. Baker Mayfield leading the team on two touchdown drives after getting into the game uh, two days after. He did not start, but he got to play because they were generating life. I mean, that's impressive. Two days, a new playbook, new players. I mean, that's that's pretty good. Literally one day of practice with his team and did not take first-team reps. And that's what he did as he came out and led that team to a victory. It's either, hey, great on Baker Mayfield. Fielder, boy, man, the Raiders are really bad. The Raiders were very conservative last night. They did not end up doing a lot of things. Like, I mean, they had this game they, they in the bag. They put the foot on the throat. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they had their chance to do that. They kept running. A, they ran a lot. Now, listen, Josh Jacobs leads the NFL in rushing, so you can understand why they wanted to lean on the run game. And they were trying to get the clock down, really, because they did have a two-score lead. But it is one of those deals where in the NFL, man, no lead is safe, and you can't play it safe in this league. And when you do, bleep like what happens last night happens and then you're just going man we should have gone for it on that fourth and one that was at the 45 instead of punting him and pinning him at the two or whatever but it's it's you can second guess anything hindsight's 2020 but it was a fairly conservative game by i mean baker mayfield played a half and had more passing yards than Derek carr that's crazy yeah Derek carr's performance was pretty well uh, they didn't run the, they didn't run the, the all they did was run they didn't i mean davante adams was out there making plays have, but they didn't pass there that might much. be a reason 
I don't know. I mean, Derek Carr had a, has had a pretty good couple of games, uh, and for some reason they just decided to run a lot. And Josh Jacobs being banged up was another reason, but it is interesting. Golden Globes are happening on January 10th, and we have a host, according to The Hollywood Reporter, Jared Carmichael, the comedian, has signed on Ooh. to be the host of the 80th Golden Globes. The show will air on NBC and Peacock at the Beverly Hilton in Beverly Hills. Uh, you don't know Jared Carmichael? No. Had a uh, Emmy Award-winning uh, stand-up special this year, hosted SNL, uh, had a movie come out, but none of those apparently on your radar. But no. he is going to host the award show this time around, and we'll see how it does. Oh, Big J won't, but... The rest of us will You're see afraid? how it does at the Golden Globes. Are you going to watch the Golden Globes? No, I don't watch Give any award shows. Oh, I thought you might live tweet it. No. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. In the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Yeah, Five Finger Death Punch uh, is coming to town next week at the Ford Idaho Center Arena. It could be a great show, man. Five Finger always puts on a good one. Corey Marks opening up. And Bradley Gilbert? Gilbert? Is that his name? Yeah, his first name's Brantley. Oh, though. Brantley. I'm yeah. sorry. Yes, uh, not familiar with him very much. So, but anyways, uh, we will get you set up with tickets to this show for free. All you got to do is beat me in pop culture SmackDown. You're welcome to try. The phone number is 208-287-1003 if you'd like to play this game for these tickets. Uh, good luck to all parties involved, including you, Big J. Let's go to the phones. Hello, the X. Thanks, Hi. Man. Hi. Good morning, man. What's your name? Mike. All right, Mike, you're up first. Mike, what Saturday Night Live spinoff movie was Drew Carey's big screen debut? Was he first featured in Coneheads, It's Pat, or A Night at the Roxbury? It's Pat. It's Pat. Wrong. Incorrect. That would have been my guess, too, man. Really interesting. Hello, The X. Is there a reason why? No. Hello? Hey, uh, what Saturday Night Live spinoff movie was Drew Carey's big screen debut? Coneheads, It's Pat, or A Night at the Roxbury? Uh, can you repeat one more time? Sorry. Which Saturday Night Live spinoff movie was Drew Carey's big screen debut? Coneheads, It's Pat, A Night at the Roxbury. Um... The Conehead? That's right. Right. He got his start in Coneheads, the movie. Big J. Nice. Uh, what rock star was booed for changing the national anthem lyrics before the 2001 Indianapolis 500 race? Steven Tyler, Gene Simmons, or Kid Rock? Uh, this goes, this not for my you, question. Right? You settle down. I'm going to go Steven Tyler. Steven Tyler is correct. Right. At the end, he changed the line to in the home of the Indianapolis 500, and they were livid at him. You can't do that. You don't mess with those lyrics. Back to you, uh, sir. We need to know what pop star did Tupac Shakur date in the 1990s? Mariah Carey, Madonna, or Christina Aguilera? What was the first option? Mariah Carey. The second option? <laughs> Madonna or Christina Aguilera? I'll, I'll do Madonna. Madonna I'm not sure. is correct. That is right. Let's Tupac go. Shakur and okay. Madonna dated. <laughs> Big J, what acting legend played the father of Courtney Cox's character on Friends? Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck is incorrect. Wrong. Well, that was, was her boyfriend. boyfriend. Big J, you know that. Go. He knows. You got it. Five Finger Death Punch tickets are yours, my friend. Hang on one second. Bruce Willis? Uh, Bruce Willis? No. Wrong. Gene Wilder? Elliot Gould or Bob Newhart? Elliot Gould. Elliot Gould is the right answer. Right. Yes. Uh, Elliot Gould played her father. Uh, he, she is actually pretty close in age to Bruce Willis, I think. 
Morning After with Nick and Big J. That doesn't J. mean anything. Uh, that is going to do it for Pop Culture Smackdown. Congratulations. You got those Five Finger Death Punch tickets. Hold on. We'll get some information from you. And we got Lounge at the End of the Universe happening next on the X Rocks. <laughs> That is stained. It's been a while here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Always something going on at the lounge at the end of the universe, which is why it's awesome to check in with our friend Monica, who is here to tell us all sorts of cool things that are happening. Let's start with something that is going on very soon. It's the return of punk music to the lounge at the end of the universe, right? Yep. We have punk night coming Wednesday the 14th. Um, doors open at 7, show starts at 8. It's going to be a free concert again. I'm super excited about it. We have three amazing bands um, that are going to be playing. We have the Mighty Band of Microbes, we have the Crawlouts, and then we also have the Boredom Company. So we're pretty excited about that. And this will be my first show where I'm taking over as host. Nice. Congratulations. Thank That's you. cool. It is really nice to see. I mean, we always talk about how uh, the lounge has amazing things going on. And we talk a lot about the comedy because that's uh, a lot of what happens at the lounge. But also there's music that happens there. And now I-, I love the fact that you're kind of extending that into the world of local music as well and giving a bunch of local artists uh, another stage that they can perform on and get their music out there because there's some talented people in this Treasure Valley, right? Oh, absolutely. And I would like to give credit to you guys because it wasn't for working here at the X and meeting you guys and being an ex-chick I wouldn't have fostered that love of local artists you guys really taught me how important the local music scene is and how important it is to support local artists and come out to their shows and and really pay tribute to the crafts that they have we appreciate oh, yeah. that. Yeah. Thank you. You know, and, and of course, uh, that doesn't mean that there's not comedy happening. You you also not. have uh, another really cool show, something different that you guys are doing, which is called kind of a satellite show, which is you're producing a show that's not exactly at the lounge, but it's happening here at the Treasure Valley at Watson's, and that's happening next Saturday, right? Uh, so Friday. Next Friday. Next yep. Friday. It's going to be on the 16th. It's going to be with Derek Sheen. Um, we talked about before the last time he was here, it was at the Morrison Center with Patton Oswald, which was a great show. Um, so now we have him in a smaller tone down. I think we've talked about this before. This is how you're supposed to enjoy comedy. It's supposed to be in an intimate setting, you know, where you can really enjoy what the comic is saying. And there's a lot more crowd interaction that you don't get in the bigger venues. Um, so we're really excited about this. This is our first time with Watson's. Um, they have food that's available. They have a full bar. So this is a whole new territory uh, for us. But we're super excited. And he has two shows, seven and nine. And there's tickets that are available on the Lounge website. If you go to loungeboise.com, there's a specific tab for Watson shows where you can buy your tickets. And, of course, you always want to get them in advance because they sell out. Yeah. Especially in a smaller room. Yeah, absolutely. And we also have VIP tickets, um, which are going to be the first two rows. Beautiful. Very cool. So uh, check out the website if you want those tickets for next Saturday. Uh, but that's not the only thing going on next Saturday no. at, at the lounge. Friday. It's <laughs> Friday. 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 You're now all I'm Saturday. all confused next weekend. Uh, but you have the uh, the Pun Slam is coming back to the yeah. lounge at the end of the universe, right? Yeah, we took a little bit of a break from the Pun Slam, but we needed to finish up the year because we needed a finalist for December. So there is a $100 prize to the winner. And we need some fresh blood in there. We need some new punsters, if you will. Um, 
sometimes it's a lot of the same people and I think it's just because people don't understand it and they like watching it and maybe they write stuff down in their own little notebook but this is your moment to come out and compete and enjoy your funny side yeah it's it's a little bit more of like a structured open mic if you will like I mean while you have like kind of like an idea as to what you're supposed to do anybody who wants to be a part of the show can come out there and do it as long as they have the skills to pull it off I feel like Nick you would crush this I, I when I went there and I and I watched the pun slam I just wanted to go to to check it out because there's incredibly talented people in this treasure oh, yeah, valley absolutely. that do that kind of stuff and it takes a a particular frame of mind I think to knock it out of the park and we've talked to Robert a bunch about you know your mind games and the things that you have to do to set up that stuff for it and uh and I never I don't really have the ability I think to go up there and do something like that but I I certainly appreciate the people that do and I've seen it and there are talented people that have walked right off the street and gone up there and killed it on the stage and so it is a really cool opportunity for people to spread those wings and try something out if they want to and win money while they're I, at. I was just thinking this, so this, this would be a plan is uh, I wonder if they would allow this that you write all the puns for me <laughs> I think that would be awesome because I would have no problem saying, <laughs> saying stuff and then when I screwed it up because I can't read your handwriting I could blame you yeah that's fine I'd be willing to take that responsibility but you know it, it, it is nice and it's it's also uh, an affordable show as well I mean that's the cool thing about the pun slam it's not like you're breaking the bank to go out there and enjoy again local people going up there and doing a really good job and all setting it up for the championships that's coming up next month I believe right yep absolutely and there also will be food service available from barbecue for life we talked about our partnership with them and we are extremely excited about this so you can enjoy the bar you can enjoy some barbecue you can enjoy some puns and to be honest there are little kids that do the pun (laughs) slam so if a six-year-old can come up with an entire pun slam there is no reason why the office jokester can't come down and win 100 bucks it's good stuff and you can check out tickets at loungeboise.com and i know the wheels are still spinning for some other concerts that are happening but there are some little bit of details you can leak out about some stuff you're working on, right? Yeah, absolutely. So we decided because we're the lounge and we're different, we're not going to just drop the whole concert all at once. We want to kind of tease you, give you a reason to listen to us every Friday. Mm -hmm. So we've decided that we're going to release a little bit of details. So the show is going to be March 12th. And one of the local acts that we have is Crowdkiller. And he is actually an amazing performer. Um, I haven't been able to see him live yet. It's all been videos that I've watched, but he is amazing. He's very talented. He works really well with the crowd. And I think he's going to play perfectly into the lineup that we are going to continue to release over the next week or so until we go live on those tickets. Very cool. So uh, you want to keep it here for more additional information about the concert they have coming up in March, but something to circle on your calendar so that you know something cool is happening at the lounge at the end of the universe. So we talked about Lounge Boise is the place to go for tickets. But, you know, if you have a chance to follow you guys on social media, you have seen you've been doing a lot of private parties and really cool things happening it's always available to book out for holiday parties or something for companies but if people want to follow the lounge on social media monica where's the place to go so if you're going to follow us on facebook it's l-e-u boise if you're going to follow us on instagram it's at lounge at the end of the universe um, our website is loungeboise.com. It's a lot of lounge stuff. You can't you, you can't mess it up. You just Search put lounge. lounge, it'll pop up. But yeah, it's a great follow and really cool to see all the events that are happening because 
Some of them, again, are publicized and available to buy tickets for. Others are private events, but a space to keep in mind if you're looking for something cool, be it a wedding or a birthday party or a holiday party or whatever. It's a cool place to go. So. Oh, yeah. We had great sorority parties this weekend. There you it go. Was, it was amazing. We had a great DJ, great sorority time, and we did some great birthdays, too. And they brought in their own live band, which was pretty cool. So you can always bring in your own entertainment. You're not stuck picking from ours. You know, you rent the space and bring your fun. Check it out for yourself. LoungeBoise.com has got the tickets for the, all the events that are coming up, even the stuff we haven't had a chance to talk about yet. So, Monica, thank you for coming in. We appreciate Absolutely. that. Morning After with Nick and Big J coming up. we got your Metallica co-word to hopefully send you to Seattle. The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Headlines are as follows, Big J. How dare you? Bleep you, pay me, and treat yourself. Bleep you, pay me. There is a new study published in a medical journey that says, you know what? People don't lose weight that well unless one mitigating factor is common, Big J, and that is cold hard cash, my friend. As part of the study, some participants were offered a cash incentive for losing weight and completing a physical activity. Guess what happened? Those mother bleepers actually completed the physical activity and lost a bunch of weight. And they were way more likely to keep the weight off than those who simply were offered free diet tools or books or fitness trackers or, you know, actually somebody that can help them plan out their their diet and food planning and all that kind of stuff. Or even membership to a gym. None of those people did as well as the people that were offered financial milestones for losing weight. So I guess if you want to lose weight, find a way to pay yourself at the end of it. And that will be the way that you motivate yourself well, to do so. Well, I mean, there are statistics out there and research studies that show that people who are not fat uh, have uh, get better pay and uh, have a better chance of promotion and those sort of things, Nick. Yeah, but uh, I think there needs to be real tangible Right, that's dollars. what I'm saying yeah. is that that's a, that's a hypothetical. Right. You know, it's different than saying, hey, I will give you... $5,000 if you lose 50 pounds, right. et cetera. Yeah, exactly. And then guess what? You'll probably bust your ass to do it. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe if the insurance companies did that, we'd have less obesity. Well, huh? the insurance company's job is to pay out as less amount as money right. as possible. Right, but, you know, maybe yeah. ultimately in the end, after all those emergency room visits and heart attacks, all, all that sort of stuff. You're right. It adds up over time. But uh, it, it is strange what motivates us. And more than anything, that is money. So now it's now you know. Money! How dare you or treat yourself? Treat yourself! As great as the holidays are, they can also be a time of hustle, bustle, and stress. And a study from Cornell University found that during hectic times, most people avoid rewarding themselves by doing something or buying them something. But even though it's when Christmas time is when you probably need that most kind of self-reward. And most people say, you know what, they're just too busy or cash strapped or whatever the reason is. Maybe they feel too guilty about treating themselves during the holidays, during times of stress specifically. But all that does is end up making things worse. So this Cornell study Hmm. says it's probably a good idea to buy yourself a Christmas gift around the holidays to de-stress. You're way ahead of the the curve here, man. Yeah, I bought myself, uh, well, I bought it far before Christmas, but I I got it around Christmas time, so I called it myself my Christmas gift. Scott Ackerman likes it. That's right, Scott Ackerman and Paul F. Tompkins, my favorite people in the world, signed something for me, and I purchased it, and I bought it, and I hung it up in my house. I didn't see if Paul F. Tompkins liked your tweet. Yeah, I don't know if he did did. or not either. But uh, I will say this, Big J, did you buy yourself anything for Christmas? I don't know. I haven't asked a wife yet. That's not buying yourself something, though. No, here's the thing. She'll let me know that I did. 
like I'll just maybe have bought something that I needed, and she'd be like, "Hey, that's your Christmas present." Okay. But have you purchased anything for yourself recently? No, I've tried to take it easy here recently. Okay. So. Well, uh, maybe it can help if you be a good boy. A little bit stressed out for the holiday season to buy yourself something. Wrap it up with how dare you? Usually. Older folks are pretty happy about getting carded at the liquor grocery store. It makes them feel young again, right? Yeah. But a 60-year-old woman in the United Kingdom was not having it. The woman was asked to show her ID while buying a couple of bottles of red wine and three pints of beer to include in a roast recipe while shopping with her 16- and 23-year-old kid. The cashier then asked to see her daughter's ID, which is when things escalated as the family felt embarrassed and for management to insinuate that she was buying the booze for her kids. The family has shopped at that supermarket for over 20 years, but say they're going to be taking their business elsewhere. Would you feel insulted, Big J, if they asked to card your daughter as you were out shopping and buying alcohol? Maybe it's not for them. In this case, it wasn't. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I guess maybe it's different over in the UK than it is here in the United States. How yeah, that's true. That's something you have to keep in mind. But uh, I can understand the insult, but also, like, I mean, if they're over the age, you're okay. You know what I mean? She has to see the 23-year-old ID, so it's okay. But I guess it's an inconvenience. But is it enough to go, I'm never shopping here again? Uh, I don't know. But it's sometimes it's the littlest things that piss us off the most, Big Jay. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on all the things you need to know. We got your bad impressions. They're coming up next on the X Rocks. So far, I'm not impressed. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. And bad impressions brought to you by Treasure Valley Subaru. More than just Subaru, they're the Idaho Center pre-owned superstore. And we have some tickets. More comedy, Nick. As uh, next week at the Dating Factory, Josh Wolf is coming back to town. Very funny man. Been in the studio a couple times. Uh, We love him. He's playing two shows. And uh, we've got tickets for the evening late show, which is uh, for adults only. I mean, uh, we're talking 21 plus because it gets a little wild. Yeah, the first show is sold out, so they added a second show, and this one is for uh, the grown-ups. So if you want to go next Wednesday to the Knitting Factory and check out Mr. Wolf, then now is the time to get on the phone. 208-287-1003. You have to figure out Big J's bad impression in order to claim these tickets, which works like this. Big J has three clues. They revolve around somebody pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is in those three clues or less, then you've got some comedy coming your way. Any guesses how long it might take today? Uh, Let's go with two. All right. We'll see what happens. Good morning, The X. Yo. What's up, man? What's your name? Brandon. All right, Brandon. You're up first. Good luck. I was ranked 45th on the TV Guide's list of top 50 greatest TV stars of all time. Mm, next. I love lists myself. I was pretty famous for my top 10 list every night on CBS. Oh, um, Conan O'Brien? You're close. You're close. I hosted The Late Show for 20 years and now have a giant white beard. Jay Leno? Jay Leno? No. Nope, that's not correct. Sorry. <laughs> he just got a giant jaw. Not anymore. Hello, The X. Hello. Hello. So I was wrong. We're yeah. Now we, we for the first time ever. We have it takes a little bit of a long time. Hello, the X. How's it going? Good man. Did you hear Big J's clues, or do you need him again? I need him again. I was ranked 45th on TV Guide's list of top 50 greatest TV stars of all time. I love lists myself. I was pretty famous for my top 10 list every night. I hosted the Late Show for 20 years on CBS, and I have a giant white beard now. David Letterman. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, David Letterman. Good job, man. Hang on one second. We'll hook you up with these Josh Wolf tickets. Why is David Letterman in the news? Uh, well, he continues to do some fun stuff. He's got that show on Netflix, uh, My Next Guest, and uh, literally his next guest is President uh, Voldemir You did this to yourself. Zelensky. Can't see that for some reason. Uh, and uh, he flew to and he went to Ukraine in October to meet face to face with Lazinski, uh, where they chat in front of a live audience in a secure underground area. That's crazy. Where do they get the audience from? <laughs> I don't know. Secure underground like, area. Uh, you know, like military advisors or, <laughs> I guess. or, or what? Must but, be a uh, fun crowd. He does great interviews and they're very interesting. So, highly recommend you check this out. Yeah. And of course, uh, Zelensky also named Time Magazine's Person of the Year as well while they're at it. So, yeah. he's definitely in the news. Uh, yeah. There's some uh, very interesting, like, I think there's like three seasons now of that Netflix show. And there's some very interesting and very uh, interesting people that were tagged in that particular show. So, you can check it out at your leisure. There's a bunch of episodes up there for you morning after with nick and big j we'll wrap up the show here next on the x rock that is three days grace i am the weapon here on the morning after with nick and big j that wraps up the show special thank you to monica from lounge at the end of the universe for coming by talking to us about the next couple weeks of events happening both at Lounge at the End of the Universe and elsewhere here in the Treasure Valley. A reminder to go to loungeboise.com for information and tickets on all the stuff we talked about. Got somebody qualified for the Axes of Xmas. Of course, you got two more chances to do that today before drawing number two and somebody else wins an autographed guitar courtesy of the X. And Adam will do that drawing a little bit later on today. And we also got to hang out with Big J a little bit before he goes on vacation. Isn't that nice? And so that yeah. means you have the floor, Big J. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I'm going on vacation. Adios, everybody. Have a good one. And I cannot wait to uh, get to California for a little bit. Rattle it off, man. You're going on Wednesday to San Diego to spend some time with friends. And then you're headed up to or down to L.A., whatever it is, to go check out Metallica, right? Yeah, the All Within My Hands Foundation acoustic performance that they're doing. Uh, super exclusive at the Microsoft Theater. I think it's like 7,000 capacity. You've seen them in a small venue so. before. Is this your first time, however, seeing Metallica acoustic? Yeah, yeah. Because you've seen S&M 2 as well. You were right. there for that taping. But you've never seen them just full-on acoustic. That'll be pretty cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, and uh, it's going to be uh, a lot of fun, and uh, hopefully uh, come back all, uh, all in one piece. And healthy. That's yeah. the idea. Be careful out there, my friend. Have a fantastic trip. Enjoy your vacation. That means it'll be me flying solo all week next week, but we'll battle through it together as we always do. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Jason Drew's up next. Have a good one. It's the X-Rocks. <laughs> The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.